What up, pimps? What up, everybody? What up, what up, Chris? How you doing, David? Oh my god, loving this weather. Holy shit, we turned a corner this weekend. Up into the 60s and 70s. Yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. Almost 80. Oh, well, according to the thermometer, I don't know how right that is. Probably in the cars, but yeah. Yeah, oh my god. Well, I, when I get in my car, it's miserable. It's so hot, and the leather is sticky. I always, I'm always like, ah, I can't wait for it to get warm. And then it gets warm, and I'm like, son of a bitch, it needs to get cold immediately. Instant, instant complaining. Ah, it's too warm. It's too, it's far too warm. <laughs> no, but um, I, yeah, I'm loving it. And the, the, definitely... a, the AC at the school hasn't kicked on yet. And I know that when we were growing up, we didn't even have AC at school. So it was yeah. even more miserable. But I've got AC in my room. Um, and it is it is so nice. It is so much more comfortable. And I mean, the kids are already smelly, so yeah. they're teenagers. But you know, this this helps somewhat. Right. That's good. That's good. So, what are you beginning after? What have we been playing uh, dude, and watching? I probably watched like twelve hours of The Sopranos this weekend. Damn. I wa- it was it was twelve hours. Where it was all I did. And that's gonna be me soon. That's my next show I'm watching. Dude, I'm it's making that so. Commit. It is so good. And James Gandolfini just absolutely kills his role. And uh, oh man, like, everybody who you everybody who you think would look like an Italian mobster is in the show, <laughs> and they just do such a good job of casting them. And even even the one off episodes where it's just like an idea. So for example, there was a there was an episode where I think his daughter's name is Summer or Meadow or something like that, mm-hmm. and she's on the soccer team. That's Meadow, and um, it, it ends up being a situation where the coach is going to leave. So he tries to bribe the coach to stay for his daughter's <laughs> senior year. <laughs> And he doesn't take the bribe, and then he finds out that um, that the that the daughter that the daughter's friend had had sex with the coach or something like that. Oh shit! And then the the girl the girl who had who had had sex with the coach had started to self harm and things like that. Mm. And so James Gandolfini uh, was like, "I'm gonna fucking cut his dick off. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill this guy." <laughs> and his wife and his and his therapist. Are telling him no, no, no. You need to tell the cops. You need to go about this the right way. You know, you don't always have to be the hero in the story. Yeah, this is clearly a, a situation where you go to the cops for. Yeah, right. But this guy's like, I'm gonna fucking handle it. I'm gonna handle this myself. And that's that's kind of that's that's the ebb and flow of this show. Is James Gandolfini is this really flawed protagonist where you can see him be super kind, but then in the next scene he'll be hitting some dude's head with a telephone. <laughs> And it's it'll be his friend because his friend doesn't know how to transfer a phone call. <laughs> it's it's a really really cool show, and I just cannot get enough of it, dude. Yeah. It is it is I'm, it is I'm glued to the set now. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I haven't I've seen some episodes. It's been quite a few years, but I remember whenever it was on, I would always watch it. So I was always glued to, it. and that's before I knew what good television was. So ah. and then <laughs> I I started playing Alien Isolation this weekend. You did all right. That how game is it? it's hard. Did you play it before? I forget. I played it before, yeah, but I played yeah. it on PC, and it was it was when I was in college. So it's been it's been almost five years or so. I think the game came out when I was in college. I want to say yeah. 2011, 2000. No, not. I think it was like 2014, 2015. Yeah, that sounds right. Somewhere um, in there. I was thinking high school years for some reason, but no, I was. I think I was in. Yeah, I I got it for my PC when it was on sale when I was still living at that place when I was a senior. Yeah. Nice. But I played that on the Xbox. It's on the Game Pass. It's hard. It's aged not super gracefully, even even in the couple of years between now and then, it's not aged. Like the looks or the yeah, mechanics. The, the the looks the looks did not age well. Uh, in terms of TV shows, Becca has been having me watch Doomsday Preppers with her. I tried to watch that. Cause I, I flip and hate it. It's I hate bad. it so much. And she's just. I, and I always ask, why the hell are we watching this? Why are we watching this? I don't want to. It's very clear I don't want to. I make that very evident. 
Did you watch the, so I only watched like whatever the first episode is available on Netflix. I don't even think it's the first season. It might is, be it, like is, the it, is it the season. one where the people get divorced? Uh, may, I didn't finish the episode, but the guy is like married to this twin sister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. like the other twin goes to live with them. And yeah. And it's, like, it's, it's a contingency plan. Yeah. He's like, well, if something happens to my wife. Her sister's right there to like continue the family, and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> this is like some. Uh, well, and then there was in that same episode, there was there was another <laughs> there was another family, and I don't know if you watched like the full I got like the full 20 section. Minutes in. I got yeah, like so you watched you watched the full one person section, and then it, yeah. they they go back and they do a 2040p resolution video of what they're gonna do to fix it. They use the shittiest camera of all time. Well, since Nat Geo was here, I went out and I bought me some peppers, you know, to create my own pepper spray. But one of my favorite ones, and it's just it's this really quick one-off thing, and it's it's this lady, and she and her husband and, and the daughter are trying to figure out how they're gonna last because they're they have diabetes. Mm-hmm. And it cuts it cuts to six months later, and it's like, hey y'all from Nat Geo, just wanted to let you know that Ron and I got a divorce. <laughs> But I'm trying to get half of the prep back because it's mine. <laughs> Love y'all at Mangio. Bye. <laughs> that was it. So it's so bizarre. It was super, and it's always so bad. It's never good. Well, the people are very weird on there. Well, it seems yeah, like. that's that, that's the draw. That's yeah. the draw. And Becca, Becca just always says, you know, I just I want to see how other people live. Now you want to watch the fucking freak show. You want to watch him? I couldn't watch it. I watched and I watched Pineapple Express the other day. Yeah, I re- I thought about. God that. bless that movie, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Dopest dope I ever smoked. Dopest dope. Oh man, and you know what? I never realized this until I went back and I watched them. Seth Rogen is always a dick in these movies. He's always a self-centered prick. <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, yeah, he's right. James Franco's being annoying. And now as an adult, James Franco's just trying to be your friend, man. That's, yeah. that's how I feel, and it, it's just part of growing up is that I feel that James Franco is just trying to be his friend in this movie, and Seth yeah. Rogen is, we're not friends. I buy weed from you. You think we're fucking friends? Right. right. Oh. Yeah, that's a pivotal moment in that movie, for and, sure. And oh, another part that I forgot was Seth Rogen is dating a high schooler. You want to talk about things that have aged poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is, that is, that's something that looks good in today's culture. Yeah, Amber Heard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not a good look. That's Not, a great movie, though. Yeah, super good. But no, uh, The Sopranos ate up so much of my weekend. Sounds like it. Yeah. Just so much. It was all I wanted to do. One day, I, uh, I think I, I went, I went to the gym, but I only did light cardio and I did some light abdominal workouts. But I took one of the Bang Energy things because Becca's dad bought a shitload of them and yeah. figured out he didn't like them. Yeah. So he gave them all to me, and so I had one. Those things will destroy you. And I came home and I was like, I am feeling very energetic. So I did a bunch of cleaning, cleaned out my fridge, and I was watching The Sopranos. And I just, ah, I was like, I, my the entire time I felt like my eyes were boom, they yeah. were super open. Yeah. And I, yeah, I had a hard, I had a hard time not fixating on one thing at a time. Yeah, not those good. bang energy drinks, they're blowing up too. Everybody's yeah, they, they seem to be everywhere. I mean, that's that's a lot of caffeine. That's a it's lot. too much for me. I've drank them and I can't. Yeah, three hundred milligrams too much. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, but yeah, sounds like uh, how you treated the uh, Sopranos is how I treated Entourage because I once again just powering through. I'm almost season seven, so I'm almost wrapping what that you, up. Okay, so I've never asked you what do you what do you like so much about Entourage? I like the show as well, but what do you what do you like about it? What's, what's I just the draw? like 
the highs and lows and just like the rise of fame of Vinny Chase and also his entourage, like yeah. Eric and his business and growing as his manager and also these side things and like Turtle's side See, hustle. I, and that, that was and the thing Johnny that I always liked. I always, I always thought that Turtle was a super underrated character on that show. I always yeah. thought he was so funny. I love Turtle. Okay. I love all four of the characters, honestly, <laughs> by now. This is the third time I've watched it. And I just like the, the hustle and like the highs are unbeatable for me. And it's, Usually, like, every episode, the end is either at a high or a low, and it just sets you up for the next episode, and that's why, for me, it's really binge-worthy to just keep watching it. Um, oh, uh, I also watched The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, you told me about that. That was, that was the How one was with that? Johnny Depp. It's a new Harry Potter film. Kind of sucked. Yeah, the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, which is which is an offshoot, Grindelwald. which is yeah. just, you know, J.K. Rowling being like, did you know that Grindelwald and uh, Dumbledore were lovers? Have you seen I, all this stuff yeah. on Twitter where she's just... <laughs> All right, this character was gay the whole time. Just, Bet you didn't know that. J.K. Rowling, it's okay to age gracefully and have people not talk about you as much. That's okay. Yeah, just stop. Like I feel <laughs> like she's just slowly ruining that whole franchise with all this extra behind the scenes stuff that I well, swear like, to God she just made up. Like, well, I mean, and she's got a, a she's got so ago. much money. She's got to have a PR person that is just scratching their head. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you doing? She's probably got a team. Like, yeah, right. She's a billionaire. You know. I I don't know, but the movie was. It was okay. Becca fell asleep. She's not very into that the the whole universe yeah. and is I love the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, me too. I think I think they're magical and fantastical and fun. But the, yeah. these are uh, the kind of money grubbers, you know. Yeah. The ones. Well, is it kind of how you'd relate the Hobbit trilogy yeah. to the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, trilogy? that's a really good comp. Yeah, yep. it always kind of reminded me of that parallel when I saw the Fantastic Beast movies. And the other thing is, we've run out of source material. Yeah, and so she's just books. Yeah, she's creating source material as we go. That's a problem. Yeah, (laughs) and it's starting to show. It's not very good. I mean, I watch the the magic magic, isn't there. The magic. There's 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 spurts where you're like, oh, that was a really cool moment. All right, back to talking about this orphan again for some goddamn reason. All those stacks of cash are getting in her way. Yeah, oh, how how terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Well, shit. I'll I'll still keep watching it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Yeah. So. Yeah, Entourage, The Division Two. I played a little bit more. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm tinkering off. I'm slowing well, down. Well, now that you're in the end game, right? You're yeah, in the end game. and like you had talked about, the map turns red mm-hmm. at the end, and it's just like a whole lot more to do. And I've already put so much time in this, like almost 55 hours. And uh, I think I'm just gonna hop back in now and then and play a little bit. I don't think I'm gonna continue to grind as much as I have been. I hear that. Because uh, I, I feel like I've played enough. So I've been trying to find a, a single-player game that just grabs my attention, and I haven't been able to since Red Dead. Uh, well, not to say not to compare this upcoming game to Red Dead, but I am looking forward to it. I am going to play it. Days Gone comes out oh, in two weeks. Yeah, Days Gone looks cool, and then the new Rage. I liked. I, yeah. I was one of probably ten people in the entire world that actually liked the first Rage. Game. I played it. I played it. <laughs> I couldn't get into it. I I played it. I beat it. I actually really liked it. I liked yeah. so that game and Bulletstorm came out at very similar times, yeah. and I liked both those games a hell of a lot because I liked that big massive shooter with all these silly crazy things happening. I liked that. Yeah, was Bulletstorm? I never played that one. Was Bulletstorm that? was cool. It was made by uh, Epic Games, the dudes who do Gears and now Fortnite. Yeah, but more importantly at that time, Gears and it had a super Gears fill. So what you would do was you would be scored based on how you killed enemies. So, for example, let's say that you meleeed a guy and then you kicked him and then he went into a cactus. That was with <laughs> points, right? Okay. And the, the whole point was to try to beat the scores that were set up. It was like a game show situation, sort of. 
Oh, and that's the whole game. Yeah, but it was it was different scenarios, and it was just so silly and bloody and gory. It was cool, and it was it was a timepiece. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to Rage Two. I don't know the exact release date of that, but it looks like they. It looks like a crazy Mad Max style situation. Yeah. Well, and I I hope it. I really hope it's good. If it plays like Doom does oh with God. the gunplay, because oh. I I think it's made, made yeah, by it's made by ID software or ID software. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But Days Gone comes out in two weeks. I'm pretty pumped for that. It's getting a little bit of criticism for like the open world, and it's kind of like we've seen this before. But I've heard it's also like solid, and I'm okay with that because yeah, like I mean, I'm ready to play another open world. Third not, person I, game. I know that I know that the that the gaming universe is saturated with this shit. I, I yeah. get that, but I mean, my, one of my favorite games from last year was an open world game in Red Dead. I yeah. mean it. Red, just because the game is open world doesn't automatically mean it's shit. I mean, shitty games can have open world, yes, but great right. games can also be set in open worlds. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to rent it for sure. I might buy it, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I uh, watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, we are the knights who say knee. We are the knights who say knee. Me, oh! <laughs> come back here. I'll bite your legs off. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that's in like the first ten minutes of the movie when he goes and faces that night. But yeah, obviously, like, I'm not classic. dead. <laughs> beats him over the head. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of dumb comedy in that movie, like yeah. stuff that's just not funny. But it's the moments that are funny that make it worth it. My, I think Dude, my I, th- I think my favorite part is the part with the bridge where they have to answer the three yeah, questions. Yeah, and that comes at like the end. Yeah. I'll say this, like the best part, beginning and the end, that movie is only an hour and 30 minutes long. The middle drags. It's really? Like, what, about, what about the part where the guy who's super chased, he goes to the, the, the nunnery and there's all those hot yeah. nuns? No, so I that, thought that was super that funny. That dragged for me. That really? dragged. Ah, yeah. that, that, that got me. That, yeah, or like when they bone. went to see the, the three-headed uh, night. You didn't like that? No, that kind of drags for me too. Oh, that was funny. I mean, but yeah, I love the other parts though, obviously of it. But I love it when they blow up the the white rabbit with the holy hand grenade. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that all awesome. part he's like reading out of the book. Yeah, but yeah, I watched that classic. I watched some of uh, Temple of Doom. Ooh, uh, Indiana Jones. Kalima. Yes. Kalima. Great no time. more parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Obviously, another classic. Uh, is that the one with the little the little Asian kid? Yes, the Mr. Indy. Yeah, Wolf, that did not I, age well. I'm trying to think of his <laughs> name. No, it didn't. Yeah, that's the one where it opens up and they're in that like Chinese. Uh, it's like a bar, I guess, or a club. It's a nightclub. Yeah, and yeah. they have like that shootout. And there's this moment when like he's like this Chinese henchman is like spraying at him with a Tommy gun, and he Indy leaves cover and just behind this giant like circular. Uh, like Table? bell no it's bell. like hanging up oh gong and, yeah gong and like he leaves cover risk getting shot just to jump on that he cuts the he cuts this rope so that it starts rolling and then he runs behind it as he's like shooting and I'm like I don't that just seems really elaborate seems, like he didn't have to do indeed. that yeah uh, but I guess that's that, that's like that's the whole appeal. Yeah, that's the that's, whole appeal. And it's super it's, cheesy. It's very eighties. It is. It's super cheesy. But I and this it's I great mean, movie. Indi- Indiana Jones is not aged well. There's a lot of racism and a lot of sexism yeah. today. Oh yeah. Just you, know, you watch. You're like, woof, woof. I don't yeah. know if that came out today. How people would receive it. That's Steven Spielberg too. All right, directed that. And, it, and it's those films are seen as you know pillars, pillars mm-hmm. of the film industry. And for sure, yeah, that one especially. 
Um, I watched Infinity War again. Why? I, Why? The whole thing. I don't know. I just... <laughs> well, actually, I threw it on uh, before my family... Because my family came to visit. Yeah, yeah. I threw it on like right before they got there, but then we ended up watching it. So I just... Okay. Yeah. But, How was that? That was a lot of people in your apartment. Yeah, there's eight of us. Did it feel like a lot in your apartment? Or? Uh, it it did, but okay. we made do. All we right. were ready. We were ready. Uh, we were prepared. And the uh, Oreo, the Oreo cheese things you were talking about. Oh, I demolished those. I think I ate more than everybody else. Actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love those damn things. Uh, and then the last thing I've been watching Game of Thrones because uh, season New eight season. premieres yeah. this Sunday. So. Becca, uh, Becca said she wants to wait until it's all out, and then she wants to watch it all this summer. I mean, that's fair. Has she seen any of it previously? Nope. Oh, yeah. I don't blame her for doing that. I So I'm caught up. And like three weeks ago, I thought about rewatching the whole series. Well, but That's I, a big commit. Yeah, it's a big commit. And two, I didn't know if I'd have enough time, honestly, with just everything going on. So I don't know. A couple days ago, I decided just to watch season seven and catch up because that's only like I think it's only six, seven episodes. Seven, ep- yeah, seven episodes. And then last season's only six episodes. I, I also am caught up, but I'm yeah. going to wait, I guess. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch with Becca, and it'll be fine. I really wish they would release uh, the new season all at once. I would, like a Netflix-style thing? Yeah. No, because not, that, that, well, HBO is going to milk Well, this, we'll dude. talk about that a little bit later when we talk about our, our spotlight. But Spotlight. Uh, one last thing, I had the Bonds, the James Bonds are still on Netflix. I thought Casino Royale and all those were leaving. Uh, Casino Royale, I think, is gone, but I looked and like GoldenEye is on there, Dr. No, I don't know what that source I went to. I, I think it was The Verge I went to saying that they I, all left. I thought I also saw that. I know the Casino Royale left. I know that for Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure that one left. Maybe I just didn't read enough of that article. Maybe but, maybe it's only parts of it for yeah. the series, the anthology. It looked like a lot of the older Bonds are still on there. So if you're looking to watch some of those old, cheesy, uh, racist, sexist James Bond movies, they're still hey, on there. Sean Connery. The Timothy Dalton. Was that... Yeah. Is he one of them? One of yeah. the earlier ones? Do you, remember, do you remember that interview that Sean Connery did in the 90s where he said it was okay to hit women? No, but I'd love to watch that. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull that up sometime. No, Sean, <laughs> Sean, Con- Sean Connery was like, I think it's okay to put women in their place by hitting them. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, and it was one of those things where, oh, Sean Connery, he's just old. It's like, that was fucking nuts. What? Yeah. That was well, that was a big deal. He's still alive, but he doesn't act anymore. No. He's also super old now. Yeah, he's, he's a billion. I think he's he's got to be in his early 90s. Yeah, I he's old. Say. He was old like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's all I got. Uh, anything else watched, played? Uh, let me try to think here. Uh, What's in theaters? Um, I know that the new Shazam film is. I have not gone yeah, to see that. That Us, came out this previous weekend. Us was great. I really liked that. Pet Cemetery came out. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, that'll um, probably be one that I wait for rental. Hellboy comes out oh, soon. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, what's coming out this coming weekend. Hellboy comes out. I might go see that, but you know what I'm for sure seeing Saturday? High Life? High Life, yep. Comes yeah. out on the 12th as well. Damn, I'm going to be out of town, boy. Yeah. Now, Hellboy, um, Hellboy looks cool. I'm hoping that they that they do it justice. That's coming out in May. No, no, Hellboy, no, this weekend. Is it this weekend? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought that was coming out in May. I don't know why. No. I, I think uh, last week we weren't sure how soon it was coming out. But, yeah, it comes out this Friday. Um, some other weird-looking movies come. This little movie. Who's in it? Have you heard of this? Um, Regina Hall. Uh, what's the, her one? She was in... 
I can't think of her name now. Bro, I have no idea. Is it is a Ray? Is it Ray? She was in she's in that HBO show Insecure. I never saw Insecure. I don't know if it's HBO or not. Prime oh, I think it's a Prime show. No, it is HBO. Uh, okay, moving on. Beer review. What are we drinking tonight, David? We are getting into one of my favorite all-time beers. My ABL, my Abraham Linkler on my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the Sierra Nevada. One of my favorite yeah. all-time pale ales. Just crushable. Uh-huh. Super tasty. I'm going to be super biased when I drink this because it's one of my favorites. I'll be critical because it's not one of my favorites. I think that it's one that is available nationwide. You can pick it up at just about any gas station, and that's part of why it's my favorite. Yeah. Is because you know if I'm if I'm ever you know I've got an extra dollar or two, and instead of picking up a six pack of Miller Light for a function, I'll pick up a six pack of you know Sierra Nevada, and I think that's that's a, a quality beer, and I think it's it's available just about everywhere, and it's pretty cheap. So big fan. All right, let's get into it. All right, what do we think here? Oh, dude, it's. One of my favorite beers. It is so hop forward. It is just bitter enough. It has got just not real bitter though. Really, I, I think it's pretty bitter. It's pretty well. It's yeah. It's a pale ale, not a Indian no, pale no, no, ale. No, no, no. Yeah, I guess we should specify. We're doing this year in about a pale ale, not, not the torpedo yeah. or their psychedelic. No, citradelic is New Belgium, but it's, it's yeah. In my opinion, it's it's the best of the middle of the pack. Um, so in the middle of the pack, you know, you got your new Belgiums, you got your Heineken's, your Corona's. I put this in the similar tier as those beers. I mean, it's not going to be the mm. independent yeah. mom and pop craft brewery. However, right. it is the type of beer that I like. And it's in that middle category where, you know, I agree with that. I, to me, this is the top of the middle tier. Is it, is it as good yeah. as some rocking fucking beer? No, <laughs> but it gets the job done for what. Yeah, you know, it, it it knows its place. It does what it does, and it's it's a good beer. And it's I like that it's always available. I like that it's available year round. I like that people also don't assume that I'm a fucking prick if I drink this. <laughs> and you know when I when I drink things like this, people don't come up to me like, "Have you tried the coconut version?" Because like sometimes <laughs> people think that because I'm into craft beers that we're friendly and we're buddy buddy because we share this common interest, but we're not. Right. But it's just not a it's not a thing. I don't I don't know. No, this is super tasty. It's pretty middle of the road as far as like ABV and IBUs as well. It's five point six yeah. alcohol. Uh, it's only thirty eight uh, IBUs, so bitterness is pretty low. Um, but it's just the, the, the I like the hoppy flavor. It's not it's yeah. not hella bitter, but I like I like the hoppiness. I like that it's well. I think you can be hot forward without being, being extremely, extremely bitter. bitter. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, just the flavor. I'm curious. Let's see, Cascade hops. Yeah, I've noticed in some of the other beers we've had where maybe the the bitterness isn't super high. It seems like a lot of them Cascade. use Cascade hops. But I think I think this is a beer that if you're somebody two row pale who is looking malts. who is looking looking to kind of make that intermediate step. You know, we've talked we've talked a lot yeah. about taking a lager step. This sure. is a really good pale ale step to take. Also, it's not going to put a huge dent in your pocket. That's yeah. a big thing, and that that can be that can be a really big thing with beer. When you're when you're new to craft beer, sticker shock can be a huge. Thing. You're like, <laughs> yeah, holy fuck, for sure. thirteen dollars for a six pack. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta be willing to to drop a couple extra bucks to and get this, that flavor. This will be like six or seven bucks for a six pack. So I mean, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's it's not bad at all. And like I said, available year long. Also, typically available at gas stations. I mean, yeah, you can I, find this anywhere. Yeah, and I, I found this in Lena. I mean, it's it's one of those beers that I just I find anywhere. So, and it's it's one that 
is a personal favorite. Personal favorite. Got got me through a lot of times in college. So yeah, God where are they? You. So they're out of California. Oh yeah, Colorado, California, and North Carolina. Actually, that sounds kind of like Stone. They have yeah, quite they've, a they've few got one on the East Coast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that they're originals in California, but now they've yeah. got an East Coast location as well. Yeah. Yep. So they have a cuisine food pairing. I always find this interesting on oh, the, what, on what, the what website. Would they, what would they pair with it? Like maybe fish? Uh, they have grilled steak, citrus salad, Thai curry, and roasted vegetables. Ah, what the fuck? Which is a little weird. Uh, I, I would not eat this with a steak. I would eat this with uh, This to me is like it's floral. It's not mm, quite fruity. Grilled chicken for me. Grilled chicken. Yeah, I could see grilled chicken. Yeah, yeah. Grilled chicken sounds good. What the fuck is a citrus <laughs> salad? What the hell is that? Know. What the fuck? Know. Yeah, citrus salad. That's what it says. It doesn't make any know. goddamn sense, you know? You know who's to blame for this shit? The fucking liberals. Citrus salads and all this nonsense. God oh, this is crazy. They actually have a five-gallon homebrew recipe. You can actually make this. Oh, no if you shit. Want. They have proportions and everything. What? We could try to make this eventually when yeah, we have the space and the yeah. time. I'd be down. That's That'd pretty cool. Sick. I've never seen that to where they give away their uh, the kind of their recipe in that way. That'd be sick. That'd That's be cool. actually super fun to do. Yeah, I'd be willing to try to replicate this. Maybe uh, try to up the uh, the alcohol and the bitterness a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double pale ale. I've never heard of that. It's the first double one. Yeah. It's the first one ever created, bro. It's gonna fucking rock your socks. Whenever we eventually do our homebrew, you know, the first beer we make has got to be like. A really strong IPA. Right? Absolutely, like it's gotta so, be so it's like a knock your socks off. Yeah, it's gotta be. I want. I want to hit that double IPA standard. See, like when I think about brewing beer for whatever reason, I think of like mad scientist shit where we're wearing lab coats <laughs> and there's beakers and things. I know that's not the way that yeah, it is. Yeah. Most of the time, it's like five gallon buckets and right, shit. Right, right. Yeah. But in my mind, the way I see it, it's just in like lab coats with like those big leather black gloves. And well, shit. I mean, we can wear that if we want. I mean, that's I'm into the it. options there. All right, what do we got? What do we got for the spotlight? All right, spotlight. We're talking about HBO originals, some of our favorites, and just kind of some of the go-tos uh, if you don't have HBO. Most people don't have HBO. That's a problem. Uh, you you can get a login usually from somebody who has cable. A lot of your a yeah. lot of your friends are going to have it, and it's not one where they actually count the number of people who log in or their location. Oh really? Oh, do you still need a login by the way? It's okay. I'll figure that out. Um, but. Do you remember? Do you remember I, I'm sure we've talked about this a bunch. The Hulu TV thing that we had going on for oh, my yeah. brother's account. That was so sweet. Yeah. That was the sweetest deal. I have my own account now, but like there's commercial. Like I have the base. Now, one, have so. you gotten have you gotten the Hulu Student, which gets you the Spotify Premium and the Hulu combined for five dollars a month? I tried to set that up, and did you use Sarah's email? Uh, well, no, I couldn't even get to that part. I couldn't find out how to link the two because I already have Spotify and I already have Hulu. And you want to, but you want to keep your playlists and things. Yeah, and the instructions I kept finding were like, if you don't have Hulu but you have Spotify, and if you have Spotify but you don't have Hulu, I was like, well, I already have both. How do I I do this? I have both things. And there were, I couldn't find instructions, so uh, true. Try to figure it out at some point, but so we're just gonna be talking about HBO originals. Um. Maybe some hidden gems of HBO if you don't have it. And I've got some shows that I have not seen yet. Obviously, we've already talked a little bit about The Wire and The Sopranos. Shows that I've seen a little bit of, but not a lot. So Those are going to be the shows ones. that I talk about. Yeah, which is good because I'll, I'll talk about a few others. So uh, let's uh, let's get into it. All right, why don't you, why don't you start off with your list and then we can just kind of go from there. Well, I've got kind of a general list, uh, like some of the heavy hitters on HBO and For shows sure. yeah. that you should definitely check out if you're going to get an hbo subscription or maybe you already have one game of thrones obviously is the biggest show currently 
That is it's the, the biggest. Show. I would say that's the biggest show maybe since ER. I would. Say yeah, this show is huge. I yeah. mean, for being, uh, for being a paid cable show like HBO, like but being if, on HBO, if, it's if you just st- as big. If as you look like statistically, network. it's the highest pirated as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, because it it seems like. Every time a new season of Game of Thrones comes around, everybody's asking, "Hey, who's got that HBO login? Who's got like, who's got the login?" Because nobody's got nobody's got their own account. So that one's huge. Obviously, next one, Entourage. I'm a huge fan of Entourage. See, I think Entourage is just okay. I've only watched maybe five or six episodes. I've never watched the entire. Oh, really? Series. I've never watched the entire series. It gets better over time. Okay, I'll say that. But it's not. It's like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It's dated. It's sexist. It's chauvinistic. <laughs> Uh, it's very male egocentric, so if yeah. you are sensitive to any of those things, probably avoid this at all costs because you will be offended oh, at definitely. some point. Um, also, it's a little bit older of a show, kind of. It mid, came out in 2004. Yeah, yeah 2004 to 2011, I think. You know so. what's wild? In like two years, uh, yeah, in two years, we're going to be calling it the 20s. Isn't that fucking weird? That is weird. That's so weird to me in my head. I'm thinking, you know, I didn't think it. of that. Yeah, right. Why is there not a catchy name for like the teens? I don't know. Like the teens. The years? 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. Yeah. It, those all just roll and they sound super cool. And the teens. The teens. That's it not just, even it a doesn't, thing. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And we're almost at the end of them. We're going to have to call it something in another few years. I don't know. What was that decade we just lived through? I don't know. I'm going to say like 2018. I'm never going to say like the entire decade. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Another HBO. One of my favorite fucking shows. I love Larry David. I love Seinfeld. And so just a show where I just get pure unfiltered Larry David getting to say whatever the fuck he wants. Mm -hmm. However he wants to say it is killer to me. Because on Seinfeld, yeah. I know he had to cut some shit out that he wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, it, it had to be. Yeah, I mean, it was but a network This show. was just carte blanche. Is like say whatever the fuck you want, Larry. Yeah, and, I and it, it makes for it makes for hilarious moments and also incredibly awkward moments. Like <laughs> just with the writing, I love Larry David as well. I, I second your feelings on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Band of Brothers, so good. Arguably one of the greatest World War II miniseries of all time. Yeah, it's got to be the best. The best World War Two miniseries, right? Like it, I'm trying to think of another one. The Pacific was really well received, Pacific, but that was also World War Two, right? Uh, yeah, it was just a different. Uh, I liked I liked Band of Brothers better. I think that's the one with uh, David. What's his name? Right. I actually have not seen the Pacific. I've only heard no, of the Band of Brothers. Band of oh, Brothers. there's a ton of people in Band of Brothers. It's the guy from Friends. Oh, David Schwimmer. Yeah, yeah, he is a role. He's not a major role, but uh, he was he was he was a cool role. He was like an inept. He was a dick. Yeah, yeah. He was a dick, and he turned out to be completely incompetent in yeah. the actual field of combat. But I liked it. If you go back and watch Band of Brothers today, it came out in like 2001, it I want to say. It, feels, it doesn't feel like it's aged. It no. feels very good. And obviously being a timepiece helps with that, but just also the filmmaking. I mean, it feels like an eight-part film, essentially, many many series, which I guess mm-hmm. is what it is. But you'll notice a lot of familiar faces, younger familiar faces mm-hmm. in that show because a lot of actors got, maybe that wasn't their first role, but, but you'll they, see a was, lot of people. It was a role. Yeah, it was a yeah, role. You'll see a lot of people in that one. Um, True Detective, of oh course, my another God. HBO original. See, I've only seen season one. I haven't watched season two at all. And season three looks okay. Yeah. I, but season one was just so good. And it's I, one of the best seasons of TV ever. Yeah. It would have been great if that was just a mini series, kind of like, like Band a Brothers. one-off shoot, and it's like, hey, yep. that's it. Here's your here's your eight episodes. That's it. Uh, yeah, I, I can only recommend True Detective season one. Uh, the Wire, of oh, course. Oh, dude, this is my favorite HBO series. Yeah. I friggin' eat The Wire up. Season three is my favorite season. In case okay, anybody's wondering. 
I will keep that in mind when I start my watch. Uh, yeah, uh, I, this is the first time I ever saw Idris Elba. I think I saw him maybe in Luther, but Luther. I, I think Luther came out after this. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. It was. It was. I never. I. I learned about drug dealers. I mean, I bought. I bought weed before, and I bought things like that. But I never interacted with drug dealer people. Like that was their job. Right. But it was like all they did was sell drugs, and it was a really big cool city. Look. Yeah. Yeah, like also the big city. Like that was not something that I was super familiar with. And I watched this. I think I watched this when I was a freshman or sophomore in college. And I just, Mm. I watched all of it. I watched all of it over a month. And it was just awesome. There's five or six seasons and it's all really good. Season two is kind of mad. Season five is kind of mad. But seasons one, three, and four are fucking awesome. Mm, Okay. And. Michael K. Williams. I don't know if you know this dude. Yeah, he's, he's, I, I know. Yeah. Him. He plays he plays a character named Omar. Yeah. who's the most badass character in TV history. <laughs> Fuck you, Walter White. Omar, <laughs> Omar's my boy. I think Walter White can can eat it. Omar's the okay. best. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to definitely compare those two because uh, I love Breaking Bad and oh, Walter dude, White. So. Omar Omar is the ultimate badass. I'm telling you. Is he like an antihero though, or is he Absolutely. just like a villain? He's a villain. Okay. He's so he is like no redeemable. Yeah, no, he's like not a moral. nice. He's not a nice dude. No, okay. he's not moral. Gotcha. Like he'll okay. he'll rob and he'll kill and he'll cheat just to get more drugs. Okay, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sopranos, of course, oh, we've dude, talked about. You're in the middle so of much. it. I'm gonna start it. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's. This is my second watch through the Sopranos, and it's yeah. it's it's so good. It's just always so good, and it just it always feels relevant. I, even yeah. even though things are dated, like you yeah. look at people's clothing and be like, that shit look like it's from 1999. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the story just pulls you in. And that's what I'm looking forward to cuz I I have this thought in my head like, okay, shit's going to be dated. This came out 90 literally 20 years ago is mm-hmm. when it premiered. 99 to like 2005, I think or 2006, yeah, yeah. 7, yeah. 6 seasons. And I know it's going to be dated in looks, but I'm really looking forward to like the quality of it. Quality is top notch. Um, Acting Matt, is great. Set pieces are great. Yeah. And I think he was a producer or writer of several episodes. Matt Weiner yes. uh, was a part of the show. He went on to do Mad Men, which yes. is one of my favorite shows. So, Absolutely a stellar uh, TV show. AMC original. So a couple more for me. Some of the big ones. Boardwalk Empire, which uh, I don't think Steve enough. Buscemi. I've watched that one too. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Big fan. Yeah. Really good show. Um, takes place in like the early 1900s, New York City. Didn't didn't quite catch my eye as much as The Sopranos and The yeah. Wire. But Not still, quite still, as popular. A good, still a good crime. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, dude. I fucking love this show. Yeah, it's a great show. Oh man, it's uh, T.J. Miller, right? That guy who's like a yeah. sexist guy, the one who like assaulted yeah. those women. That guy's so funny on the show. <laughs> I know he's a piece of shit. It's just like, I didn't hear about that real life. That's in real life. Yeah, stuff? that's in real life. Yeah, he assaulted a bunch of women. Um, really? Yeah, not a good dude. Not a good dude. I still, didn't hear about. Still that. getting work, right? Which is crazy. Um, that is crazy. But no, he's he, he dude. That show is so beyond funny. And as somebody who started to like work a little bit with tech people, yeah. It's pretty accurate to how they interact and yeah. the things that they say and the way they act. And it, it, it's funny. I like it. It's definitely a cool look at Silicon Valley and the tech world and these startups and, oh my God, yeah. and also the big companies and how that all interacts with each other. It, it, it's definitely a cool series. 
it's kind of I'll I'll paint a parallel to Entourage where it kind of shows you the behind the scenes of that world. That's a good that's a good analysis. Uh, a little bit. Uh, and then the last one for me, another big one, Westworld season one. Uh, season two is kind of a bore fest for me. Yeah, I love season one. I I yeah. think I watched so I watched True Detective one weekend, and then the following because I because I got access to my brother's HBO yeah. account and I watched all of <laughs> all of True Detective in one weekend, and then the following week on like Thursday I started yeah. watching Westworld, and then by Sunday I had finished. Yeah. Those are two great first season television shows to binge, like Just both of them. Absolutely fantastic TV. Yeah, and it makes you make you second guess every time something new happens. Very cool. Yeah, well, and Westworld too has like a lot of nice twists and turns to try to keep up with. And maybe if you have, a if you haven't seen it at all, it's there's a couple of really nice twists and reveals. And then also if you've already seen it but it's been a while, you kind of have to remember like. Wait a minute! That character does that. Well, that does that. Like, it's it's still an interesting watch. So. And it's also got one of the McPoyle print uh, twins from. Yeah, that's right. Sunny. That's right. <laughs> that's what I, I always think whenever yeah. I see that. Dude, I'm like, he's a fucking McPoyle. Uh huh. And Ed Harris. Yeah, uh, Ed Harris was good in this too. Ed Harris and uh, Evan Rachel Wood plays kind of the lead character. Uh, what's his name? Who's Cyclops and X Men? He's in it a little bit. I forget his name in the show. And then, of course, uh, Anthony Hopkins yeah. plays kind of the leader of this of Westworld, the mm-hmm. creator, co-creator. A um, couple of hidden gems for me, Barry, which is a newer show. It's yeah. premiering its second season currently. It's not all the way out. I watched this about a year ago. What Absolutely do you think of the comedy it. styling? I, it's so different. And I know it's not for everybody. It's not a show for everybody by any means, but it jived with me. I cried laughing at certain points in the first season. I love the henchmen, like the Ches- what's the the foreign uh, kind of gangbangers that are there? the Chesnian, Chesnian, or I, th- I thought they were Chesnian. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I love the bald dude, the oh, younger yeah, guy. Yeah. He's always so enthusiastic, but like he'll also kill people. And he's just like, oh, he's just joking around. Like, don't worry. <laughs> what's What's the name of the dude who played the Fonz? Uh, Henry Winkler, right? <laughs> yes, he's yeah. so funny. On yeah, he, I think Henry Winkler. He won a, a Emmy, I think, yeah. for this show, for his portrayal in the show for last season. And then Bill Hader, always yeah, funny. Yeah, Bill so. Hader, main character. I I love the premise. I love just the. Super, I love the comedic. Super dark. I yeah, like yeah, it's a dark comedy TV show. Mm-hmm. I think, and I I really like it. That's a hidden gem for me. The night of. Which I talked about I haven't, a couple I haven't months that. ago. That's the one. That's the one in the hotel room, right? Uh, no, that's room four hundred one. Okay, uh, which I have not seen. But the Duplass brothers, Mark Duplass, oh, does that oh, one. Oh, so he, so this is the one where he wakes up and the girl's dead, right? Yes, okay. I talked about this a couple months ago. This is a limited series. This isn't a continuous TV series. Uh, I think it's, I think it's like ten episodes or something like that. Definitely worth a watch. Quick watch. And then the last one, Deadwood. Which, oh, dude, such a cool look at that yeah, time period. Yeah, the cowboys uh, and all that shit. Yeah, it I takes like it. place, I think, during the gold rush uh, in a town called Deadwood in San Francisco, Nevada, somewhere on the West Coast. Um, but that's a really good one. That one kind of got forgotten about because it, it came out a while ago on HBO. But I actually looked up a little bit of news, and apparently they're making a movie of no Deadwood. Shit. And it comes out in May. That's cool. I had no idea. I had heard yeah. nothing about this. From what I saw, too, all the original characters are returning. Oh, sick. Like Timothy Oliphant and the main guy, I forget his name, but they're returning. So I thought that was cool. 
Um, and then shows to watch for me, obviously I need to catch up on The Wire, The Sopranos, but also Sharp Objects. I heard oh, it's really yeah, good. Oh, haven't, yeah, I haven't heard that. It's and, like Little Sharp Objects, right? Or uh, like no, Sar- Sharp Objects is the one show, and then the other one is Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. probably the other one you're thinking of. Okay. With like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlene Woodley, uh, and like two other uh, women in it as well. And then Veep. With, oh, Veep uh, with uh, Julia Dreyfus. Yes. Yeah, she's super good. I watched that show. Uh, yeah. Have you watched The Newsroom? I've seen I've seen the pilot. Okay, you should watch the whole thing because it's fucking yeah. awesome. And then the other the other miniseries that I want to talk about is Generation Kill, which is the story of some Marines at the very start of the Iraq War and how this was this was the first war since Vietnam, really, for the United States. I mean, you could count Desert Storm, I guess, but these these were minor conflicts in comparison. Mm-hmm. So Vietnam, then the war in Iraq, and just how much warfare had changed, but how training the soldiers hadn't changed. Um, so it it ends up being a lot of how they interact with civilians and how they aren't prepared to interact with civilians really. And how that ends up being a negative. It's a really, really cool look at how the war in Iraq started. Okay. Really big fan. Really big fan. Cool. Um, yeah. HBO original movies. What is there? Uh, there, there's some documentaries that I like. There's some documentaries for sure. Yeah. Well, the finding, is it Leaving Neverland or Finding Neverland? Leaving Neverland was yeah, great. There's that one. So they have some docs, but like I really couldn't find any HBO produced movies that uh-huh. like like big ones that there's movies that HBO has on their platform, but yeah. as far as like original movies, I really couldn't find any like major releases. Um there might be some. But HBO versus Netflix, like uh, I think that Netflix is Netflix has chosen the quantity over quality content. I mean, when you go through like the big ones that I went over, uh, like Game of Thrones, True Detective, The Wire, The Sopranos. Did you ever ever watch uh, Paradise Lost, the documentary about those (laughs) three teens that killed those kids? No. In Arkansas, but they feel like they're being framed because they liked heavy metal and they went against like Southern Christian values and all these things. And there's a lot of compelling evidence. It's a pretty cool doc. It's it tries to be too edgy at times. Okay. But it's it's and it's dated, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Paradise Lost is one that I would recommend. Yeah, so HBO. I don't think it's obviously nowhere near as popular as Netflix, but well, I think no. in terms of content and the, the quality the, the, of content. The highs, the highs are so much higher and the production value is always gonna be so yeah. much more. I mean, and you, you also on Netflix, even though they say they're like, you can just do whatever you want on HBO, it's really do whatever the fuck you want. And like, if it's an idea and you're somebody that we trust, like we'll just take your idea and we'll run with it. I think some things that are holding HBO back from becoming as big as Netflix, despite being around long before Netflix, became their their app interface is hot trash. Yeah. The app sucks and they are more expensive. I think it's, I think it's 15 or $16 a month for their one and only subscription package. Mm hmm. And sure, there's really no commercials. They may play one short one for another HBO, HBO show, show yeah. before but the one you're Amazon about to watch. Prime does that as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, they, I mean, if they want to become as big as Netflix, maybe they don't. Maybe they want to stay that niche mm-hmm. platform that they want to. I but think, if, if they want to blow up, they're gonna have to change some stuff. Well, and I don't, I don't think, I really don't think they need to change. I mean, yeah. they, they already they already make money hand over fist. I don't think they need to change. If they can sustain what they've been doing for the last 20 years and continue doing it, then mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'd say keep doing what you're doing because they make great content. Um, but a lot of people don't have it still. So that's True. a big one. All righty, Chris, close us out, big dog. All right. Follow us on Twitter, WPR Podcast. Uh, 
ask us questions on there too if you want to what is your favorite hbo show hbo original probably don't have hbo uh, that's, <laughs> that's because you're a millennial because you're listening to our podcast <laughs> Uh, write us on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Share us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Cheers. Cheers.